So as we uh, move forward in this class, from time to time, we are going to break out and have a little bit of discussion like that. And usually I'll give you a question that there is no answer to, which will make it, make it more fun for you. Um, I wanted to close just with a verse out of the Gospel of John, which I think is very apropos to where we started on this question of meaning and purpose. And this is out of a wonderful passage in John chapter 6, where Jesus is talking to the disciples. And he says, Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. And I think that's what all of this boils down to, is what is the food that we are working for? Are we working for the food that is just going to nourish our bank account and our entertainment quotient, or are we working for the food that is going to feed our souls? Um, just a couple of words on the handouts. Um, one of the handouts that you have is the introduction to the weight of glory that I would really encourage you, even if you're on the beach, even if you're on the beach, I'd really encourage you to read this. It's really easy. Um, and the back of it is uh, a very interesting description of a lecture um, that was this fall at Stanford University. Stanford is doing a lot of work on this idea of meaning and purpose right now. And they are planning on transforming the university by the year 2025 so that you no longer will have a major, but you will have a mission. It's very interesting. But they have been doing a lot of research. Um, and this is, again, where sort of the natural world is paralleling some spiritual truth. They've realized that the education system that we currently have is producing a lot of people who are deeply dissatisfied with their lives and who are not changing the world in any positive way. So it's very interesting. There are also, as a good counterpoint to that, uh, is a chapter from Mere Christianity um, that starts off with hope is one of the theological virtues. Um, this is a great one to read out loud. Even if you're around other people, if you're sitting in Starbucks alone, you can read it out loud and people will think you're crazy, but it's all good. Um, I commend it to you, and it's good for the soul to be humiliated. Um, also, a couple of other book plugs. First, the If I Had Lunch with C.S. Lewis, this is very definitely worth reading. I haven't said much about Alistair McGrath. Alistair McGrath is one of the most brilliant men alive in the world right now. He has doubled, not like Lewis, Lewis had triple uh, degrees that were essentially summa cum laude. Um, McGrath has two, but they are in, I always get this wrong, I think one is molecular physics and the other one is theology. Um, so it's very sort of disparate. He holds uh, one of the most prestigious chairs at Oxford University now. Um, he is a prolific writer, researcher, and theologian. He did about a 10-year deep dive into Lewis. Lewis and Lewis's writings were responsible for McGrath's conversion to Christianity. And in his 10 years of research, he came up with so much stuff that he didn't know what to do with all of it. 
And he wrote a very fine biography that Amy Watson Smith has back there, uh, which is really good. And then he wrote a deeper or um, a, a book oriented more towards scholars that's called The Intellectual World of C.S. Lewis that's really good. But then he had this leftover stuff that he didn't know what to do with about why Lewis is so relevant today. And that's what this book is. And this book is really terrific, very accessible. What Another college, real. What college was he a part of? Is he a McGrath, part of? Oxford. Um, I mean, he, he's not attached to a college. Okay. He's a, has one of the chairs that's independent. Okay. So, yeah, good question. Um, a Hobbit, a Wardrobe, and a Great War. Uh, there's a lot of research going on now among inkling scholars about the role of World War I and its impact on Lewis and Tolkien. This is a fabulous book. Um, and there's going to be a fabulous mini-series. It's a big-budget mini-series coming out this fall based on this book. A great book to read in companionship with this is one that's called Bedeviled, um, which is also about World War I and the power and presence of evil and how it affected Lewis and Tolkien. That one is by um, Colin Durier, who some of y'all heard speak here last year. Um, but I commend this to you. This is a very accessible book. Uh, it's not quite John Grisham, but almost. Um, and then this book from the library of C.S. Lewis, this is really great. This is the one where all of the, if you read the on reading old books and you read name after name after name you'd never heard of before, um, this has quotations from all those people. And I would commend to you if, you, if you have time on your hands and you have that on reading old books essay, just go on Google and Google those people and read a little bit about them because it's fascinating all of these different folks that are mentioned in that article who are authors from the past. All right, so let me close this with a word of prayer and I will let you go out into the cold night. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you that in the Christian faith there is truth, beauty, and goodness. And there is a framework that makes sense of all of life. Lord, we pray that you would help us as we delve into the life and work of Lewis to be challenged in our faith to go deeper, to go stronger, to go further up and further in uh, into the glorious kingdom that you have prepared for us. Lord, I pray your blessing on each person here as we go this night and that you would keep us safe in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for coming. Yes. Feel free to bring a friend. We still have a few chairs. What was your group's discussion question?